Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. How are you, friend? I'm doing good. Saw a funny sign on the way in. Well, howdy-do! I mean, is this something we want to, like, tease? Do I, you know, do I hit people with the funny sign? I mean, what would we do? Do we introduce our guest and talk about the funny sign? I don't know. How do you want to do this? I'm, I'm, because I'm, I feel like I am paralyzed by delight. Uh-huh. So my decision-making is shit right now. Right, because you're having a hard time even moving your extremities. Yeah, because of the delight. Uh-huh. Can I give and I was you, bit by a snake earlier. Can I give you an as-if? I know you're a method podcaster. Sure, thank you. Uh, it's, it, thank well, you for recognizing my process. It's very important to me. It's as if you are Oprah mm-hmm. and you saw a delightful sign on the way over. What would you do then? I think what I would do yeah. is ask you, my friend Gail, uh-huh. who is delightful on CBS this morning, by the yes! way. Yes! A lot of people think that I'm Charlie Rose on CBS this no, morning, but Gail. I am not. I am Gail from Gail and Oprah. Yeah. Well, I, I consider her from CBS this morning at this point. Can our guest... I do not associate her with Oprah now. Can our guest, who we haven't introduced yet, be Stedman? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. The whole, <laughs> the whole Oprah-verse is represented here in the studio today. You're, what is it? You're giving a really... Okay, our guest... I'm just going to introduce Let's our do. guest so yeah, we can talk about this, this out because we need to figure this out. Uh, our, our guest on the program, uh, probably, I mean, we might as well say it, England's biggest celebrity. Mm-hmm. England's number one sure. celebrity. Ladies and gentlemen, someone from Big Brother, <laughs> <laughs> which is still a major cultural force over there, from what I understand. <laughs> I may be wrong. No, you're really not. That's the bleak part. <laughs> Uh, she's a she's a stand up comedian, uh, uh, radio and television personality, a delightful charmer. Thank you, Miss Josie Long. Hello. Also, very happy to be Stedman. I'm very happy. Okay, to be because Stedman. you could be Doctor Phil if you want. Oh, whoa! Hang on. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be Doctor Phil. I, will, I would also happily, despite the scandal, be Doctor Oz. Okay. You, care. that's because of your commitment to superfoods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and lying. And junk science. <laughs> yeah. You love junk science. Oh, if I can get a graph. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Don't get how it's I don't, I'm not, I mean, not at this hour. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have let us know ahead of time that you're going to need a graph for your little presentation, <laughs> maybe we could have had one made up at Kinko's. Yeah. But now, I mean, that's just, it's crazy. I'm going back to Stedman now. Okay. Okay. That's a good call. He's got that nice mustache. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys want to hear about this sign? I'm actually over it. Okay, yeah. Should we move on? (laughs) No, I'd love to hear. Okay. Uh, So, this is... Okay. Let's back up. Uh, It is in the genre of Koreatown sign that Uh maybe doesn't understand what it means in English. Right. So, here in in Los Angeles is Koreatown. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a huge population of first and second generation Korean immigrants mm-hmm. uh, who are are able to live in an insular Korean language world because of the size of the population. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes, sometimes there are, as there was assigned by my house when I lived in Koreatown, steamed dumplings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, maybe the most popular Young Dong restaurant. Yeah, sure. although I don't think that's a 
No, I don't think it's spelling. I think that just means something different. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so uh, to this point, my favorite Koreatown bar sign was Hangovers. Uh huh. Because it just associates it it reminds you of the worst part of drinking yeah before you go into it ah, right like calling your restaurant bloaters yeah right sure <laughs> diarrhea's straight through yeah yeah oh honey i got us a six o'clock reservation at weight gain <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you're uh, calling your brothel hepatitis c's <laughs> i don't know uh <laughs> is that not what i should call my brothel Probably not. You should probably call it something sexy. Like Which hepatitis should I name it after? <laughs> yeah. Hepatitis sex. <laughs> I once wrote a joke about uh, hepatitis that I was really pleased with. It was like, I did a quiz. Which hepatitis do you have? I got C. Which means I do not have hepatitis. Like, and I was so pleased with it. I thought it was like, oh, this is such a clever joke. Like, it's about like yeah, yeah. A, B, and C sure. taking a quiz. It's like a Scantron oh, joke. Never did well. I yeah. guess it's like people are like, People are hurt. Like, that's a serious disease. You can't yeah. muck around with a quiz. And people are worried that you'll give them hepatitis. Well, they ought to be. Yeah. <laughs> You're spreading it around a little bit, huh? You've got that airborne hepatitis C, right? <laughs> pow, pow, pow. Blast it out like a cloud. I never thought Oprah would treat me like this. <laughs> I guess there's a I do I do have a fantasy and I have not been into hangovers. You have a fantasy about about getting hepatitis C. Yes. <laughs> one of these days. One of these days I'll get married. Yeah. Settle down. Yeah. Get that hep C up and wanting so bad. <laughs> yeah. Always a bridesmaid, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um I would like to go I should go into hangovers to like you know, just squelch the mystery, but I do like a, like thinking about it as a hangover themed bar mm-hmm. where you just like take a terrible dump, and then you lay on a couch and watch Anchorman. Uh, but the I think Hangovers is trumped by the new Koreatown bar, Beercaholic. <laughs> it's like an alcoholic, but for, but beer. for beer. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Clearly, I mean, it, it's meant to, you know... To know, suggest someone who just is crazy about beer. Yeah. I'm a beercaholic. Yeah. Can't get enough of the stuff. <laughs> I, I, There's already a word for that right. called alcohol. Alcohol. Right, yeah. Well, maybe they maybe they just, like, they don't have the right license. <laughs> this is a beer and wine only place. Are you sure it doesn't say beercoholic? <laughs> so, w- what is that? Someone who what can't is a get Bierko? enough Craig Bierko. <laughs> Who's Craig Bierko? Oh, he's a minor television and movie star. Oh. What's it could it, be. What's he in, please? Mm, mm, sour Grapes, the Larry David movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Touring Companies of the Music Man. Okay. He's probably not that. He's a guy that I always think is in Wings, but I think he's the one that's not in Wings. Mm, thinking of Stephen Weber. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. I always think that Vierko's in Wings. <laughs> but it's Stephen Weber. Yeah. But I mean, maybe this is just part of a larger Koreatown movement mm-hmm. to like kind of warn you about the dangers of alcohol before you go into a bar. It's like kind of a realistic oh, naming yeah. convention. Like a temperance movement, sure. but sly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's working. Yeah, that's true. None I must have been in those bars. No, that's true. Absolutely. And yeah, I think we've probably given it a second thought. You're like, you know what? I don't need this hangover. <laughs> oh, it's I don't speaking, need this addiction. Speaking of which, that I, there's a sign um, it, it, that I walked past that said yesterday that says, you, you will have seen, it's like an ad campaign. It's like buzzed driving is mm. as bad as drink driving. Sure. 
And I've never seen anything that felt so much more like somebody's dad trying to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buzz driving is still, but like, who's this buzzed? <laughs> like, how did they have that meeting? Like, well, I'm just, I'm buzzed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw a sign on the internet that said, uh, for, to a public library that said, I got 99 problems and a book ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. That is pretty good. I mean, that is pretty cool. That's a Jay-Z song that sure. white people have heard of. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's like... You know, it really like makes you want to reconsider books. Yeah. Because I thought they were uncool for a while. That's mm. true. It turns out they are. I know maybe you thought, mm, a book sounds like it would give me a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hang right? on. Wait, this book isn't going to be a problem. <laughs> no. When I visited the elementary school in my neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, that my son will be attending, mm-hmm. barring catastrophe, they have a computer lab. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. I did not know the school still had computer labs. I thought children just had computers now. Sure. Just have um, like an iPod. Yeah. iPad. Yeah. They just give them Google Glass before they walk in. They just give them a, give them a Zoom and see what they do. Yeah. <laughs> Let them go to town. Yeah. You probably play Centipede on a Zoom. Sure. You know? Or That's... like a centipede knockoff. They probably can't call it centipede. It was probably like insect blast. Yeah. By the time you get to middle school, that's when you get to play drug wars. Bug shoot. <laughs> yeah. I used um, to love that game. Yeah, there you go. Did you play it on a graphing calculator? Um, no, I I just played it on a, on a home PC in about 1999. Oh, wow. You were very late on that game. Oh, yeah, but Orpington, you know. I feel like people were playing that on a graphing calculator in 1994. Oh. I have gotten I've gotten the occasional Facebook invite to play a Facebook version of Drug Wars. Really? I don't know if it's associated with the graphing calculator game. Wow! But do yeah. you have to? Have, do you? Did you get it on on graphing calculator Facebook? Uh, I, you know what? I was yes. I was booting up my Facebook app app on my TI eighty three. Uh huh. Yeah. Man, I have a TI eighty one. It all it has is MySpace. Hmm. Interesting. Um. Got to upgrade. What was I saying? Oh, they have this computer lab. The main, th- as far as I could tell. The main thing that goes down in this computer lab, from all the descriptions that both the child tour guides gave us and the accredited, the accredited uh, child tour guides, is that like a child soldier? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, they were West African. <laughs> <laughs> they looked very sad. Sure. Um, they got uh, a handful of blood diamonds at the end. So exactly. nice. <laughs> that was nice. Um, I uh, uh, the main thing that they do in this computer lab apparently. And I don't know if this is something, uh, Josie, just so you know, I'm a millennial. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if this is something mm. that uh, Generation Z does a lot. Mm. Whoa, hang on. Is Generation Z after millennials? Yeah. Whoa, okay. Yeah. And Generation I, I need to Next is some sort of that's what, Pepsi generation? That's people who have points, yeah. Okay, sure. Pepsi points. Yeah. Um, the main thing that they do in this thing apparently is Read a book and then take a quiz about the book to prove they read it to get book reading points. Mm-hmm. Whoa, and then what can they buy with book reading points? I don't know. Is it like when you go to... Um, Adderall, probably. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my yeah, fix. Sure. Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Where they can spend on the dark web. Oh, Which man. they can also access through the computer lab. That would be so fantastic. I mean, if I'm to guess... I these... would love it if the, whole, if the whole computer lab of the elementary school was dedicated to the dark web. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta teach kids how to navigate the dark web. <laughs> you have to. Otherwise, where are they gonna get their child pornography? Sure. Synthetic drugs. <laughs> Yeah. Parts of a gun, but not a gun. If you're- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get parts of a gun. How are you going to build a gun? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, it, it's, I mean, uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, if I'm, you know, if I'm remembering 
you know, points-based reading from my youth. Did you, what kind of points-based reading did you do? Uh, like summer reading where you would read books and then, uh, you know, redeem them for points. Whoa, hang on, what? Did you, you don't have this in the United Kingdom? No, we have quite rigorous educational standards. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, You're probably well-educated to begin with. So you do no. not get baseball tickets depending on how many books you prove to the libra- librarian you read? Or the librarian. <laughs> We've been or the librarian if you're a child soldier. Sure. I we had no prizes. This is actually quite distressing. So because also I was a real nerdy kid and I worked really hard at school and I didn't I got nothing for it. I know we know how nerdy a kid you were. We heard your hepatitis C joke. <laughs> <laughs> great, great joke, guys. But your standardized testing humor is So if you worked really hard at school, yeah. they would give you no prizes. Extracurricular. Yeah, this is oh, like extra oh. reading. This was not like this is like over the summer. Yeah. And there may have been school year points based reading to be done. Uh, but I just remember the like summertime reading things. You know, you would prove to this librarian that you had, you know, read X amount of books. And I think it's probably pretty easy to lie, but... You made um, a list. One time the librarian thought I was lying, mm. and I wasn't, which is the saddest part. (laughs) You had read Atlas Shrugged. (laughs) (laughs) You would either get a personal pan pizza or a Sega Genesis. Holy shit, wait. Sega Genesis? Yeah. Like, why, why didn't I live in Mission Viejo? They were giving away Sega Genesis. Well, I think the Sega the Genesis... The best we got was upper deck tickets to a Giants game that no one wanted to go to. I think the like, Sega Genesis was... You needed... I think there was one Sega Genesis in the library. For the champion? Yeah, and it's kind of like a Sega was, Genesis. I'm at, guessing based on the posters, that was Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> sure, yes. Uh, it was an owl with a graduation hat on. <laughs> um, it... I think the Sega Genesis was, like, just super aspirational in that, like, you know, getting one was so impossible. It's like getting an iPod at Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. You would just never be able to get it, but it was there. And I think more realistically, you're getting a personal pan pizza out of the deal, which is, you know, not that bad. But getting a Sega Genesis is almost saying, great, I'm never going to read again. Yeah, now that I've got this, yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, it's like... I'm just going to play Streets of Rage. Although, to be fair, apparently you were pretty enthusiastic about text-based adventures well into the late 1990s. (laughs) It's true, I'm not not going to lie to you. Well into the Sega CD era. (laughs) Josie Long was playing text games on her home PC. I'd still be doing it now if I could. (laughs) So what, in England, was there any way to get a personal pan pizza? No, well, I tell you something for free. You could have a mother like mine. Have you been charging for the rest of this? <laughs> have I been what? Have you been charging us for the rest of this? I'm concerned about this. I'll tell you something for free situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it racks up. But okay. I'll give you an invoice at the end. Um, but I, um, I'll tell you something for free. My mum was very poor on nutrition mm. for me and my sister. So she would give me often to eat. Um, like microwave chips, mm-hmm. uh, microwave fries. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Microwave doner kebabs mm-hmm. that you put whole into the microwave. And she would often give me like a personal microwavable pizza, mm-hmm. which I feel is like a personal pan pizza. Yeah, I think this is a similar pizza. Yeah, although the, there's a certain amount of ambiance that's missing if you're if you're not actually in the Pizza Hut. Sure, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's a Pizza Hut pizza. I definitely have one of those. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is from in the in the in the heyday of the dine-in Pizza Hut, which is not really around anymore. But they were, 
Just beautiful brown buildings. Gorgeous. Brown on the inside. Absolutely beautiful. Could sit down to uh, Really tones. celebrating the word hut. Yeah, sure. Showing exactly. what a hut could be. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. This is like, this is the best hut you've ever been in. Jordan, you ever go to Shakey's as a kid? Uh, we went to a couple, we went to Shakey's a little bit. That was one that my family hated, and rightfully so. I think Shakey's it's is pretty horrible. gross. Yeah. I mean, Pizza Hut is also horrible, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But Shakey's, oh boy, mm-hmm. is that a sad situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, Shakey's is very, uh, there's like... They leave it out. Like, it's in steam trays and under heat lamps. Like, it's basically like eating 7-Eleven food. Whoa, so it's a pizza place. Uh, You got pizza, Mm -hmm. the the three pillars of the shaky experience. The pillars which hold up the, (laughs) I don't know, Coliseum? Who knows? Mm -hmm. The Uh, edifice. Yeah. So you got pizza. Sure. Fried chicken. Oh, delicious. Mojo potatoes. What is mojo potatoes? It's like a disc, a potato, a fried potato disc that you scoop out of a steam tray. Oh, my God. Shaky sounds like a genius. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it sounds lovely in theory. He was known as the Rembrandt of the steam tray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, I think we went to a couple of, like, T-ball good jobs at Shakey's. Right. Uh, but we would never go there as a family. The real, the real prize mm-hmm. of the San Francisco Bay Area... Uh, children's pizza scene uh, was a place in Burlingame, I mm-hmm. want to say, maybe San Mateo, something south of San Francisco called Pizza and Pipes. Mm-hmm. Uh, pizza and Pipes is where Tony McCauley had his birthday parties. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony McCauley had uh, uh, had a Nintendo and a Sega Master System. Whoa, Pretty good. sorry, Pretty what? Good. I know. You don't have to tell me. Andy was a karate black belt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, had it all. did you ever go to that house? Because that sounds like the hallmarks of a compulsive liar. I went. I mm. went there one time, and I saw them both. That's how I know. Okay, that's a good point. Although, to be fair, he would also claim to have a TurboGrafx sixteen, which he did not have. Mm. <laughs> uh, he was a completely unfamiliar with the Bonkaverse. Have you have you ca- have you kept track of him? Do you, are you friends on Facebook? Do you know what Tony McCauley is up to now? No, I don't. I don't know. Uh, uh, after I told. Uh, semi-racist joke at the dinner table at his mm-hmm. house. Um, I'm going to repeat the joke, and I'm, I want you to understand that it's not a tasteful joke. Sure. It's not super racist, and it's not a great joke, but I thought it was funny when I was eight, mm-hmm. and I read it out of a joke book, mm-hmm. a current joke book. Now, granted, it was an Australian joke book mm, that sure. my grandparents Ooh. had brought me. Uh, but it races against Aborigines. It's a it's a joke. It's a joke. It's like an Englishman, an Irishman, oh, hey, and a Chinese on. person are I'm having right a balloon race yeah. or something. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and and as they're passing over England, the English guy says, "Oh, my beautiful England." And then as they're passing over Ireland, the mm-hmm, Irish sure. guy says, "Oh, my beautiful Ireland." And then the Chinese guy uh, feels left out, so he throws the plates overboard and he says, "Oh, my beautiful China." Okay. Now, Tony McCauley was half Chinese, mm-hmm, mm. Uh, which it didn't even occur to me to be embarrassed about that at the sure. time. This has bothered me for 26 years now. I yeah. was eight then. I'm 34 now. Uh, but anyway, uh, that and then also one time we got rear-ended at the toll plaza mm-hmm. at the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, my mom didn't call Tony, didn't bring Tony McCauley home right st- straight away because everybody was fine. Uh, and then Tony McCauley's parents flipped out. Oh, and also uh, I said hell too much. Mm, sure. So those three reasons got me banned from the McCauley household. It sounds I like got you had a lot. Out of, it was, I was like bad influence. Sounds like you had a lot of chances. I know. I, and I blew them all. Mm. <laughs> Tony McCauley was often all-time quarterback when we played touch football too. Mm. This was important. This wasn't about more than just pizza and pipes. So what was it? Pizza and like smoking pipes? Yes. Yes. It was a children's tobacco. <laughs> it was a t- children's tobacconist. A children's tobacconist. It was fruity tobacco. Um, it was uh, it was a pizzeria that also had an enormous pipe organ. No. <laughs> yeah. That's. It. Do you think they got the pipe organ first and they were like... <laughs> How are we going to market this? Polenta. No. Peas. Pea soup. Okay, but we still have the pipes, right? Yeah, the pipes aren't going anywhere. No, no, we get that. That's, I mean, part of the deal. Part of the deal. I mean, we could have them removed, but it would be at great expense. Frank, we spent fifty thousand dollars on these pipes. Can we please come up with a restaurant concept that complements them? Hold on, Frank. It's got to be something family friendly here in Burlingame, and also it has to complement the. It has to complement the pipes. Pot roast. Yeah, pipes and. Pipes, pipes and pot roast it is. We'll see how this goes. If it doesn't, we'll sell it to that pizzeria guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is history. Yep. Uh, I drive by a Shakey's on the way to work. Yeah. And uh, Shakey's in, like, central Hollywood are real, real sad places. Well, almost everything about central Hollywood. <laughs> for those who don't live in Los Angeles, uh, Hollywood is so much sadder mm-hmm. than you. Like, speaking as someone who comes from a city mm-hmm. where people will often say, like, oh, it's so sad. Like, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. It's dirty. It's full of homeless people. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Hollywood really does have an air of sadness. Sure, to it. sure. It's a uh, it's a rough place, and the Shakeyses are uh, uh, no no exception. It seems yeah. to be always seemed, and I have not been in one in a long time. But like just like the parking lot of a Shakey's in Hollywood is like this is something is ha- you know something yeah. is going on here, and it's not great. Yeah, it's something that What's should be. Slogan? <laughs> Shakey's, something is going on here, and it's not great. <laughs> Something's going on here, and it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> At Shakey's. Shakey's. <laughs> I feel like whatever is going on in the Hollywood Shakey's parking lot is something that belongs, not in that parking lot, but on the dark web. Sure, right, exactly. Yeah, some people are trading, uh, they're trading something for gun parts, probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what's really naive about me, I guess? Mm-hmm. I thought that, <laughs> I thought the dark web didn't exist anymore. Like oh. in my head, I was like, I feel like there was a clamp down, <laughs> and now it's out. Sure, they took care of the dark web. <laughs> yeah, they they stopped it. Zuckerberg pulled the switch. Yeah, like I had friends who'd got drugs on the Silk Road. Mm. Yeah, well, they closed the they Silk closed Road, that, and I was like, well, that must be the dark web over then. I had a I I won't say uh, what celebrated indie musician said this to me because it's an admission of criminal acts. <laughs> I think I'm going to guess. Who However, it was in my I head. I was uh, uh, I was in uh, let's say another city, mm-hmm. uh, hanging out with a charming and pleasant indie rock musician who's one of the nicest guys you could ever hope to meet. Just a real peach, a real sweetheart. TV on the radio's Tunde Adabimbe. I'm not going to say. Okay. 
I am not going to say. Okay. It was Chuck Berry. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you consider Chuck Berry indie rock. It's an odd characterization of what he does. It would never catch up. Would you but call it indie pop? But I, yeah, I mean, you know, indie Twee? is so, it's so, it's so loose. Shoegaze. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. his signature dance. Shoegaze. <laughs> sure. Uh, so this charming indie rock musician was like... I I would I would have believed you if you told me that he had never done drugs in his life. Mm-hmm. I think I know who this is. Uh but uh he was saying to me he's like oh, I love buying drugs on the dark web. <laughs> they get delivered right to your house. It's so easy. There's a lot of reviews and you get to watch and you get to watch uh, all of Transparent too. Yeah, he made me he made it sound like the dark web was like a revolution in customer service technology, hmm. uh, specifically for weird drugs. <clears throat> and he was talking about these different drugs, many drugs I hadn't heard of. Not just uh, it's not like he's like, oh, I got to go on the dark web to get some Molly. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I'm getting, I'm going on. The, I, yeah, he's like, chooch. Yeah, I've been What's doing chooch. I've been smoking <laughs> chooch lately, <laughs> and it is fun. You got to get the stuff with the five star reviews. Mm-hmm. Sure. You cannot get low quality chooch. Mm-hmm. New drugs always seem to be acronyms. They always be like, oh, CSP. CSI Miami. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the the Shakey's in, uh, that I drive by to go to work uh, had a significant redesign recently. So it, the, you know, the sadness cloud is less thick. And I noticed a sign going up in the window that said, uh, now serving craft beer. <laughs> Which is such a, like... Oh boy, I don't know, Shakey's. I don't know if you're going to get foodies in here. <laughs> please, young people, please. Yeah, the craft beer? No, we're going to Beercaholic in Koreatown. <laughs> They're like, God damn it, we need to get younger people in here. What does Generation X like? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, how can we get some 40-year-olds in flannel in here? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it seemed like it's just a real, a real misstep. Yeah. Although, I don't know, maybe they, maybe they have, like, small batch mojos now. If I was... Like an artisanal mojo? Maybe could a be. sriracha spiced mojo. I could see a sriracha mojo at Shakey's. I might have that. Uh, okay. I I would say that probably they just have a new type of mojo potato that has those kind of crumbly sausage bits on it. Mm, sure. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about? That Do-ja. crumbly. No. <laughs> just sausage. It just comes in a huge box that there's sausage mm. on it. You guys live in a paradise and you don't even realize. <laughs> really? I'm not going to... I couldn't Because of our sausage boxes? Yeah, there's no way I could find a huge box in the United Kingdom that was filled with crumbed sausage and all it would say on the box would be sausage. Really? What is, what is an example of a sad eating uh, establishment Ooh, in your in the, home, uh, in your home uh, kingdom of the United? Thank you. Uh, gosh... Uh, the worst part is I not only know them, but I lived in them. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. I feel bad because I do not want to mock something that is already ailing. But there is a chain called Wimpy, mm. uh-huh. which in itself is adorable. Yeah, yeah. And Wimpy is really on the way out, mm. but it's clinging on. What are, you, what, are you, what are you getting at Wimpy? So it's a burger chain. Okay. But... Unlike the other burger chains, it serves your burger on a plate with a knife and fork. <laughs> right. You can buy it there. So, so it's like, is this, this is just for sort of, for the gentry. <laughs> the carb conscious gentry. <laughs> it's, um, like this is something that you would serve if you lived in a manor house. I mean, you can't. Or a stately home. I wish you could 
be me right now to see how delightful that is as a juxtaposition because <laughs> Wimby's so it's like it wanted to be an American themed diner so it started in like the 50s or 60s in the UK and obviously they were like hearing all this stuff about American diners and they were like we'll do that but British style so what we'll serve is a hot dog frankfurter sliced at one inch intervals bent round in a circle and put in a bun and we'll call that a super bender. <laughs> <laughs> super bender? Oh, was I love wimpies. Bender in a bun. Still wow. there. Still on now, does bender in the UK have the oh, yes. connotation? Okay, that's mm-hmm. when, you, when you go on some sort of drinking fugue. Oh, oh no. Bender is like a, like a mean, outdated, homophobic slur. Oh my, okay. Wow. I hear it means like if you, when you like drink for several days. Oh, well, I guess you would say I'm going out on a bender, but it's more, the the meanings are more associated with homophobic slurs. Oh, my, wow. And then they called the sandwich this, you bender know. Bender in a bun. Wow. It's, in, it, I mean, it's inconceivable, mm-hmm. right? But it's because it's from the 50s that they, um, these like little booths, you can go in, you can get the bender in a bun, you can get milkshakes, but it's, it's like it refuses to accept that it lost the race. It's like, <laughs> we're back in this horse. The horse has been shot. It doesn't matter. You're saying it's a John Kasich situation. Oh, yeah. It's Kasich, Kasich endorsed it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you could tell he didn't want to. Oh, He's yeah. like, uh, I guess this circular hot dog's pretty good. The sadness in his eyes. Yeah. But basically, so they they still have a knife and fork for your burger and like there's only about four of them left and mm-hmm. they're kind of wonderful and adorable and they're like a little bit like a greasy spoon do you know a greasy spoon yeah uh, so like a greasy spoon is like where you get your fried breakfast sure and it's like an old-fashioned calf so they do coffee but the coffee is instant coffee swirled into a big mug of milk yeah yeah and like they do tea and tea is like under a pound which is the best thing in the world mm-hmm. so it's like a greasy spoon but Trying to be well to do. It's like from a past. It's like just, I don't know. Yeah. It's like Alan Silito. Do you you've think, really I mean, made, do you you've think... really made, given us an elegiac description <laughs> of Wimpy's here in the it's Super elegiac. Bender. I mean, do you think Wimpy's, if they got a significant redesign, maybe no. started offering some craft beer options, oh, some like small batch cocktails? But this is like Maybe Little Maybe some Chef. shareables. We have a chain called Little Chef, which mm-hmm. is our motorway service station. Uh-huh. And they sell a thing called the Olympic Breakfast. And it's, again, really, in the 70s, it was like, wow, you can drive on the motorway and stop at a Little Chef and have American food. And now it's just bleak. And Heston Blumenthal, who's a celebrity chef that does things like foam on top of a snail. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to redesign Little Chef. And it did not go well. So, is, so are you getting when you go into a little chef now? Are you getting like, you know, a uh, 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 freeze dried carrot that's been you know dipped in uh, liquid nitrogen on top? Like, so what do you get when you go into a little chef now? Well, it's actually kind of sad, and it's a bit like Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares because mm-hmm. Heston came in, he redesigned everything, he made all the <clears throat> booths nice, he put music in the toilet, so when you sat on the toilet, it like played a little bit of oh i do like to be beside the seaside <laughs> which i so is it is it is it cute to when you sit down yeah okay so it was all really you know atmospheric right. exciting sure it worked Sounds really exciting. well you mean the bathroom going <laughs> sure, sure. specifically yeah <laughs> okay but um the people of little chef who ran it were really resistant and they were like no we boil the beans in a bag you can't tell me what to do and basically they did one of them 
and they didn't roll it out and mm. the wow. rest is stagnating yeah geez what could have been yeah what could have been that sounds like a true kitchen nightmare <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I need to give craft beer shakies a shot, you know? I mean, I definitely associate it with, like, unpleasant stomach feelings as a child. <laughs> but, you know, I could probably go in, get a craft beer. Hopefully they still have a cruise in USA. Play a couple rounds of that. Do you think this is something that we could pitch to our friends at the Doughboys podcast maybe as a special edition? I mean, I can't imagine they're not already on top of that. I mean, I know that right now they're rating burgers from one to ten basketballs Mm -hmm. (laughs) and trying to decide which you would give to a mogwai to Mm -hmm. turn it into a gremlin. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Or something. Listen, those guys clearly have their shit handled. You can tell from that description. (laughs) Their act is really together. They do not need our help. Their ducks are in a row. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's time to revisit Shakey's and kind of try to get all those preconceived. It's right there. It's close to work. Mm-hmm. I could walk over. All you of know. this talk is really making me want to go there. Yeah. I would absolutely eat my dinner there. Or, mm. Ordinarily, Jordan only eats at Spago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's just kind of background for this, like a little context for you, Josie, because I know you live in the United Kingdom. They don't have Spago there. I don't know what Spago is. Um, it's... <laughs> Spago is like like the fanciest restaurant in 1992. <laughs> oh, nice. Like American Psycho would eat. Yeah, yes. Exa- yes, absolutely. That is that is the perfect reference for who would eat at Spago. Created like, uh, by yeah. American celebrity chef Wolfgang Puck. Sure. Oh, I've heard of him. No, yeah, go. no one more American than Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> yep. It's that, like, Unless it's Puck Wolfgang is... Peterson. Sure. Oh, wait, hang on. The director of popular submarine films. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm learning so much today. Yeah, I mean, this is primarily an educational podcast. I, w- I went once to a chain barbecue restaurant in New York. The first time I went to New York, it was incredible. It was called like Texas barbecue or Dallas barbecue or Kansas barbecue. It was like a state yeah, and a plus barbecue. Yeah, plus barbecue. And I had um, a frozen margarita that was the biggest thing I'd ever had like that. For the for the for the folks listening at home, Josie's by that I mean everyone who's not <laughs> who's not me and Jesse. Yeah, well, or Coco, or Coco. Yeah, Coco <laughs> can Coco can kind of see what she's doing. Yeah, this is a right. This looks like a right. You look. You are palming a basketball it was when the you're describing size this of a margarita. Trophy. Yeah. Do you think you could fit your whole head in the glass? Oh, I could, and I did, and I would again. <laughs> <laughs> so giant margarita. Yeah. What else? Cornbread. Oh, sure, yeah. Shrimps. Yep. <laughs> I had like, How are these shrimps prepared? Um, they were... Smoked. <laughs> fr- from a freezer okay. to a beige. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. a beige. Via, I would guess, some sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Delicious Americans. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> and then I had like... A, I think I had like a combination of like ribs and chicken and... Sure. And like a combo. Fact, is, like some sort of combo? Sure. I, yeah. I feel like it was a combo. hmm <laughs> what have you? What kind of eating have you been doing since you've been here? I don't I guess I don't even know how long you've been in town. I want to know what's your top thing to eat in America because you visit America periodically I for do. show business reasons. Yes. What is your? What What are you going <clears throat> heading straight for? It's probably kale smoothies, right? Hmm. <laughs> um, brunch, your eggs, all of your egg dishes, sure. all of your oh my god, like experimenting with like cauliflower rice on the eggs or whatever oh my god you guys it's brilliant it's so 
there's a smog. No, it's not smog. It's Bill Callahan. There's a Bill Callahan song called America, mm-hmm. and in it he says, "America, you are so grand and golden." And that's what I think when I'm eating a big old sandwich and sweet potato fries. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "You are so grand and golden, America. It's you have sure no idea." Better. We actually have a very similar American song. It goes, "The red, white, and blue, yeah. the funny things <laughs> you do, America, America." <laughs> Let's eat song? some. <laughs> but it'll be breakfasts, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I I have some British friends on Facebook, not to brag, mm-hmm. uh, and they I think like us. I mean, you guys are so like us in a lot of ways. That's really good. It's a really good point, Jordan. <laughs> uh, you know, but we're in not some that ways different. we're different as well. You know, in several humorous ways. <laughs> um, but I think like like America, uh, the UK is also having a cultural moment where you will post pictures of breakfast or brunch. Mm. And I'm so happy about it. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, I, you know, you goof on it, but I, you know, no. I, I like two a thumbs, go- Two thumbs down from me. You don't uh, like to see a food pic? I don't, you like, don't like some food I don't porn? like brunch at all. Okay. Oh, you just don't I'm, like brunch in general. Yeah, fuck it. it don't give I me never lunch. Have, <laughs> no, no, I never have brunch. I always just have a late, elaborate breakfast. Mm, okay. They can call it brunch if they want, but I'm having three meals every day. Sure. No one is taking that away from me. And you, if, even if it's at 11 or 11.30? Oh, heavens yes. Yeah, okay. I'll, 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 what I'll do is I'll scooch it nearer to lunch, mm-hmm. or I'll drag lunch back and scooch dinner nearer to lunch, but I will, ne- I will never knowingly miss a meal. I'm, I am delighted. D. Lighted to go ahead and skip right ahead to lunch. Mm-hmm. Give me Whoa. a steak. I'm at I'm at brunch. It's ten thirty in the morning. Say, mm-hmm. I'm eating a steak sandwich. Okay. Oh, I see. And you're just like I'm having an. You early order off lunch. the lunch menu. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck your eggs. <laughs> I have eggs at my house. Sure. You know what I mean. Well, I think yeah. eggs to me. The like nice brunch eggs and even the greasy spoon eggs. Mm-hmm. I think something about it just feels like I don't know. It 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 it's better than I can do, and I don't know how to put my finger on it. Yes. I would eat that at six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. If it's six a.m. <laughs> and I'm headed off to the logging camp, sure, <laughs> I'm on board to have some toast and eggs from the greasy spoon. Mm-hmm. That's that's not something I'm against. I'm talking about ten ten thirty in the morning. I'm ready to punch somebody if you don't just give me some fucking actual food. <laughs> you don't want to scramble. I, about it. I don't want to fucking scramble. I don't want an omelet. I don't want pancakes. Mm-hmm. I don't want a pastry. Mm-hmm. I don't want... You sound like a very grouchy grandpa. <laughs> I want a cheeseburger. Okay. <laughs> Ten, anything after 9.45 a.m., I just want a cheeseburger. Do you know, I think I genuinely am thrilled by the hinterlandness of brunch. Like, ha. Huh. They're just anything they put on this, it's like new and different. Sure. And a new meal. Mm-hmm. So it's a kind of an anything goes liminal space. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. It's good use of liminality. Sure. Uh, but it's I have good. noticed that the that the British people who I follow on Facebook like to post pictures of this traditional English breakfast yeah. with the same tone that, you know, we will post. And by we I mean Americans. Talking about a full breakfast? Uh, yeah, full breakfast. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, yeah, hashtag bless, Sunday fun day, and then putting this English breakfast up. I'm like, oh, fuck, that looks bad. Oh, God, that looks terrible. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm on board for all that shit except for blood sausages. I'm not into blood sausages. Oh, but... you're missing out. It's delicious. Blood pudding's incredible. Yeah. In Scotland, this is what you get in your breakfast, right? Yeah. Okay. Egg. Sure. Number one. <laughs> just, just <laughs> Great. That, just one egg in yeah. a big plate. No, really? You get eggs, bacon, link sausage, which is a no, mm-hmm. no, you wouldn't even have that, like a long, you know, like a Sure. Long sausage, mm. 
lawn sausage, which is We have box sausage only here. Yeah. We're a nation of box sausage. <laughs> we get a flat lawn sausage. Mm-hmm. You get a slice of haggis, mm-hmm. a slice of black pudding, mm-hmm. a potato scone, mm-hmm. a hash brown, mm-hmm. sometimes chips as well. Sure. A lot of starch. tomatoes, baked beans, and toast. I do like, I do like all the stuff. <laughs> that is something that I really genuinely like about that English breakfast tradition is all the different – it's just a pile of stuff and you can swirl it together. Uh, I do like that. I like beans for breakfast. I support okay. that. Well, I, yeah, because that's more like a lunch. Yeah. I just don't like how gray everything is. It's not gray. Your friend's just a terrible photographer. It might be. It could be that I'm getting bad lighting on these Instagrams. Although, to be fair, like most of the time a sausage that we would have in an English breakfast mm-hmm. would be awful. Yeah. Like mostly rusk, grey colours. But it's almost as if it hasn't been, you know, pumped full of dyes and hormones <laughs> to I'll make eat, it a colour that I want it to be, I'll an American almost, guy. I'll eat almost any sausage. Mm-hmm. Put a sausage, except for a chicken sausage. Mm-hmm. That's not even a sausage. It's not a real sausage. Just a what, it's chicken. just like dressed up as one. Yeah, exactly. It's like a... I don't know. It's like, why would you even eat? Why would you even eat that? We had these chicken sausages in my freezer probably for four years. Mm-hmm. Oh, I finally wow. threw them away. I'm not going to eat these. I don't care how many sun-dried tomatoes and artichokes you put in there. <laughs> it's not a sausage. Not enough fat in there. Do you know what was a really big day for me? First day, I had a merguez lamb sausage. Oh wow! What a thing! Well, I though. guess I don't. I don't, what's so the merguez is a brand? Um, Am no, I saying that right? Merguez is like a style of sausage. Oh, okay. And well, it's it like Portuguese or something, right? French. French. Although it might be North African and the French stole it. Yeah, cool. My greasy spoon that I enjoy does have a Portuguese sausage out here and it is real good. Oh, yeah. That sounds yeah, good. it's nice. So there are greasy spoons out here. Yeah, you know, the place I'm talking about is great. It's called uh it's called Nick's, it's on Pico, and they have a great menu that is clearly designed by a crazy person <laughs> because uh, uh, just random words are in quotation marks. <laughs> like, try our... And there's always like a sentence. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it looks like looking at this menu is like looking at the, the side of the Dr. Bronner's soap bottle. <laughs> yeah, like sure. It was cl- like, this is the style of this menu. Yeah. Is like... That's so deceptive, that bottle. You look at it and you think, oh, I wonder what's in the soap. And then you're like, what oh, are you doing? Zionist rambling. <laughs> Yeah, so this right, this menu is so insane. It seems like it was created by someone with some sort of agenda, you know, but it it's great. Uh and just so it'll like just say like try our great pancakes in quotation mark or like comes with four sausage links. So everything seems sarcastic. Uh highly recommend. Uh, good uh, good Portuguese sausage too there by the way. I like chilaquiles. Yeah, those are good. What's a chilaquile? It's like a, it's sort of like a breakfast nachos. Yeah. It sounds like a mythical monster. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It comes. It's half nacho, half griffin. <laughs> it, uh, it eats poorly behaved Salvadoran children. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look out. The chilaquile will get you. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. 
Tracy Long, epithet as yet undecided. <laughs> yeah, the tea chugger. How about that? Sure. She had to take that. She had to take that. Uh, uh, that tea she had in her mouth down the gullet audibly on microphone. We had a little to... discussion with Josie, and we're like, "Can you just be a cartoon of a British person? <laughs> well, no, just be slugging tea." <laughs> I'm sorry. Do some Cockney rhyming slang. If you it's a, a jolly holiday with Josie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous that you've met Dick Van Dyke. I have met Dick Van Dyke, Jordan. He's That's my cool. friend. We're best friends. Congratulations. Mm, it's probably a lie. Yeah. Well, but I did meet him. Yeah. That's neat. He's a nice older man. Cool. I met Mr. Nice. You know Mr. Nice? No. No. You oh. made that up. <laughs> what? Who is Mr. Nice? He's like this guy who used to be a drug dealer. <laughs> okay, but he's is famous. He fa- Just so people is know, he on? Is he on like the British Shark Tank? Josie, Josie <laughs> or Dragon's Den over there, right? Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den. Josie did a physical indication of smoking a cigarette while she described that he used to be a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like a- you know the cigarette smoking kind. <laughs> he was a big weed dealer. I don't know why I thought of Mister Nice when you thought of Dick Van Dyke either. Like, Wait, exp- so explain him, Mister Nice. How would Marks, I want to say. Okay. How would Marks? We're getting a thumbs up from Brian outside the booth. He was like one of the Marks brothers. <laughs> oh, okay. After after Zeppo. <laughs> Zeppo. After Mr. Zeppo nice. left. Yeah. yeah. Zeppo. Man, imagine being Zeppo Marks. Yeah. So or that harsh. other stooge. Ugh. Yeah. Like Matt Besser's uncle? Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, Matt Besser's uncle was a 1950s three stooge. Oh, oh no. wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's, right. Do you think that's worse than never being a stooge? No, I think that's. I think that's. A, I think that's a great thing to have been. Yeah, yeah. 1950s right. stooge. Sure. I'd be glad to be that. So wait. So it was yeah. like. Although two... my real career goal is to be Slim Goodbody. Yeah, like, ideally. So there were two stooges in the fifties, and then they added a stooge. Yeah, there was a. There've been like six or seven total stooges. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and how many total stooges have there been? <laughs> well, you got Iggy Pop. Sure. <laughs> I uh, know there's been there's been quite a number of stooges huh. and uh, Matt Besser's uncle or possibly granduncle was mm-hmm. one of them in the fifties for a few years on television. Oh, interesting. He was a telestooge. So very cool. I don't. Well, yeah, I've still not got an explanation as to who Mister Nice is. He, he's, he's a famous <laughs> drug dealer. <laughs> Why is he famous? I, I honestly don't know. He wrote a book about it. Okay, we're getting closer. <laughs> like these are answers, Josie. Like you say. He is this guy a, like Chopper from the movie Chopper? He's like a gentle Welsh chopper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who never cut off his ears. How did you meet him? <laughs> How did you meet him? <laughs> it would be great if he was a gentle Welsh chopper who, like Chopper, cut off his own ears. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah. in a very relaxed way. Right. I was doing a, I was doing a short talk at this weird talks symposium thing mm-hmm. which i have still not been paid for mm. if you're out there talk symposium runners because, damn straight sure but and put the check in the mail oh, oh oh yeah they could do an online bank transfer that's what you get for speaking at tedx debtors anonymous <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay yeah. so you met him there this is you you have to give us some Josie, you have to give us something about Mr. Nice. You've set up the suggestion of this amazing character, a famous British drug dealer so far, who's named Mr. Nice. So far, here's what you've told us. He smokes. Mm-hmm. He has a real name. And you met him at a talks thing. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I just, I just assumed you'd know who he was. No. And and so to me, it was just like a throwaway reference. Like, by the way, I've met Mister Nice. <laughs> like earlier when I said Slim Goodbody. Yeah, I don't know who that is. That he's sounds a, like someone who would approach you. He's a man sleep. who wears the inside of his body on the outside of his body. Thank you very he was much. An educational children's character that taught you about like digestion. Yeah. Ah. He's very strong too. Yeah. Slim Goodbody sounds like a character from uh, that film about the folk singer. Yeah. Da- inside, <laughs> inside Lewin, Lewin Davis. Davis. Oh, sure. Yeah, that could, right. Slim Goodbody could be a, like, Greenwich Village yeah. folky. Uh, interesting. Um Jordan. I had a thought about Mr. Nice, but it's gone now. Before I guess, we you know, get too I just... far into this, sure, we talk about the Mac Fun Drive. <laughs> Let's do, yes. Okay, because this is the time of year when we when we literally raise every penny that we earn yeah. from this program. <laughs> we don't want to throw it all down the Mr. Nice well. Sure. Is all I'm saying. Although, maybe we should... Did, was his talk about how to be a successful drug dealer? <laughs> but, like, real laid back? <laughs> Yeah, I guess if the podcast doesn't go well, we could get into the world of celebrity drug dealing. You've got a and lot not of... necessarily dealing drugs to celebrities, but being a celebrity drug dealer. That seems like trouble. <laughs> How so? Maybe we should continue. This is not be... setting off any bells for me. Maybe we should continue to be marginal podcasters. You know what? You're right. Less overhead. This is okay. You guys are massive celebrity podcasters to me. Who? Why are you Thank marginal? Thank you very who much, is... Josie. Who are these like jock podcasters that I don't know about? Jock podcasters. <laughs> no, I mean, we are the same. I only listen to the Boomer Esiason cast. <laughs> yeah, we are of a same, the same build and physique as most podcasters. <laughs> that is the same, but our numbers are lower. Yeah. The, the number of people who listen to our program, Josie, is modest, which is why what, if a, what is asked of them mm-hmm. is so grand. Mm-hmm. Nice segue. Nice segue. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Worthy of Mr. Nice himself, <laughs> king of dealing drugs and segueing into other topics. And his legendary talk symposium. Sure. Let's not forget that thing. Good use of correct plural. Thank you. We have we have the Max Fun Drive one time a year for two weeks, mm-hmm. and it is when we ask you to step up and support all of the shows in MaximumFun.org, not least of which is this very program right here, Jordan, Jesse, Go. That's the one. Yeah, everything that we do is supported by you. Uh, now, I realized, uh, you know, just kind of like looking at some of the the fallout, the chatter from last week's program. Mm-hmm. That I have something that people want. Yeah. And I have something that I can deliberately hold hostage uh-huh. until the pledge drive is going the way we want it to. Oh, really? Here's what I've got. Okay. Josie, for you. Last week on the show, uh, we had a call in from my sister. Can I guess what it is? Yeah. Is it hepatitis C? <laughs> oh, spoiler! <laughs> uh, we, my sister called in and talked about how she was able to make my cat wear a tiny Viking hat. Oh, my God. That's Which adorable. Which I had given to Jordan and his cat yes. as a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. That's also adorable. Thank you. It's made out of yarn. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> and just I'm like out. in Viking <laughs> Oh, fuck that. No. Oh, I thought it was made of plastic. Ah. So. Can I say, have you thought about for the pledge drive <laughs> doing one Sega Genesis and lots of personal pan pieces? <laughs> no, that's why it's not going well. It's about offering a Sega Genesis. 
<laughs> and many personal pan pizzas that are pretty easy to get relative to the Genesis. We're giving away a toaster oven. That's really good for personal pan pizzas. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted and I shouldn't have... No, no, that's okay. You're fine. Interrupt a lot. You're the guest. Yeah. Okay. People are... People have tuned in to hear you, Josie. No. Okay. Listen to us run our mouths yeah. whenever. You okay. are literally the most famous person in the entire United Kingdom, Josie, <laughs> and we are so <laughs> grateful to have you here. Do you know what's sad? Is that that's so laughable. <laughs> second, well, okay. You're the second, the first most famous person in the entire United Kingdom. <laughs> Mr. Nice. Is of course. That yes, of course. <laughs> anonymous race car driver from the car show. Mm-hmm. The second. Oh, the Stig. There you go. <laughs> The second most famous person in the United Kingdom is Josie Long. Third, Mr. Nice. Fourth, uh, what would you say, Tony Blair? Sure, sure yeah. Oh, our war the, criminals rank highly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whoever the panelists from Dragon's Dead are, which is the <laughs> British Shark Tank. Dragons, what pisses me off about Dragon's Den <clears throat> is it sounds so plausible, mm-hmm. but that was never a phrase. Like, no one's ever like, beware the Dragon's Den. Mm-hmm. It's nonsense. Someone has said that, though, right? Well, now they have. Okay. But no one yeah, said it it's prior. Like, it's like in... Um, it's like Pizza and Pipes. Have you read uh, um, uh, The Lord of the Rings? There's that whole part where they're trying to get angel investors. <laughs> <laughs> Frodo has an idea for a uh, cooled fanny pack. I fanny am pack out. cools itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say to the Balrog. And for that reason, yes, I am I am in. out. <laughs> Um, Max Fun Drive. Max Fun Drive. You have something. So they won. So people are people are desperate <gasps> to see a picture of the cat wearing the Viking hat. And I can understand why. Now I can. Now that I know my sister's patented technique, right? I could do this pretty easily. Really? I could take this. I mean, you know, listen. Would the you cat say would all not... night and all day? <laughs> Eight days a, a week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So twenty four seven, all that three six five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just wanted to join in. Uh, so I can, you know, the cat wouldn't like it, mm-hmm. uh, but I could do it. Right. I could devote an afternoon to getting this hat on. Yeah, an taking afternoon. some snaps. Yeah, for that poor cat. <laughs> That's six hours. I could get some snaps. Sure, put them online pretty easily. Yeah, but why am I giving this shit away for free? No, we don't give anything away for free except for our show. Sure. And you hard and Here's time. what is required of you, listener. Okay. If you're one of the dozens of people who sent me messages on Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, wanting to see this hat on the cat, mm-hmm. I can do that, but you're going to have to give me something in return. What's that? I want to see, before the end of the Max Fun Drive, a uh-huh. hundred tweets with hashtag Max Fun Drive. A link to the donor page. MaximumFun.org slash donate. And hashtag bug hat. So wow. hashtag, the three things to include in this tweet. Hashtag MaxFunDrive. Yep. A link to the, to the donation page. Yep. Hashtag bug hat. I mean, obviously some message to your followers about how you should, you know, people should consider donating. Yep. Don't just put these three things out there that will be nonsense. Right. If we get a hundred of these, 
taking some cat pics. If not... Are we going to show them off on our live streaming show on Friday night? You know, that seems like a perfect place to unveil these snaps. Because we're doing a live streaming show on Friday night with uh, Aaron from Throwing Shade Mm -hmm. and uh, Travis from My Brother, My Brother and Me and tons of other Max Fun personalities. That sounds like great fun. What time is it? Uh, It's going to be at 7 o'clock Pacific time at MaximumFun.org, Josie. Thank you for asking. So... If yeah, if you're we can... not invited, <laughs> I'm actually I actually can't come anyway because I'm on my way to go to New York on Friday night, so I actually be quite busy, so I won't be able to come. Well, have fun with your bialis, <laughs> your rainbow bagels, uh, your six dollar toast. Um, so yeah, hundred tweets. We're here in Los Angeles, the land of five dollar toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our toast costs one less dollar. Uh, so yeah, let's see a hundred of those tweets. Yeah. I'll take some pics. Jordan, I have a question for you. Please. Why do you think people out there in our listening audience who get this show every week for free should go to MaximumFun.org slash donate? Well, to to see the cat pics. That's one. That's number one. Primary. Right. Two, because they are the reason, mm-hmm. and by they I mean people who donate, right. are the reason we do this show. Right. Without them, we do not do this show. Right. Uh, this is not for any kind of personal game. Right. It's not enjoyable to us. <laughs> no. We don't like it. It's frankly tortuous. Sure. It's I unpleasant s- to do. I would literally rather be anywhere than in a room with the two of you right now. Sure. Do you mean um do you mm. mean Jordan and the dog? And you're leaving me out of it. <laughs> It's about the dog in the carpet. It's very confusing. In a lot of ways, Jordan, have you heard about the escape room phenomenon? I have. What is this, this is like an escape room for me where mm. the puzzle is, how can I get rid of these assholes? <laughs> so, two. Yeah. Because you make the show possible when you donate. Right. Three, you get a buttload of cool stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. You get tons of cool stuff. Tons of cool stuff. All of it online at MaximumFun.org slash donate, not least of which are these amazing... It's a Max Fun's big adventure this year. Mm-hmm. So we have amazing Jordan Jesse Go bandanas, custom bandanas. Uh, we have a whole kit of adventure supplies. We have a hot and cold keeping things vacuum thermos. Oh, I need to get some merch. I have um, my merch is I have a Sound of Young America T-shirt, but that's old. Old news. Josie rolls deep. Old news. <laughs> Josie rolls deep. It's, I mean, it's true. Yeah. I don't know what it means. That's why she thinks we're successful. <laughs> um, all of it, all of it is available at maximumfund.org slash donate. Uh, you also get access to years and years of bonus episodes of all of our shows. I mean, I'm talking about like, I don't even know what it is. It's like uh, 200 hours of stuff now. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff up there. And if you are a new donor, uh, boy, you are just getting a lot of bonus content that uh, only donors get. Throwing Shade did a talent show. Oh, I was at that talent show. Uh, I was at that talent show live. Let me tell you. It was awesome. They videotaped it. Uh, uh, apparently, Brian did a monologue. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is really, really great. Uh, if if uh, I can, as, as, if you were not able to attend this talent show, yeah. uh, you're going to want to see this thing. It is fucking hilarious and weird and great. Uh, so, yeah, that is a wonderful incentive. You got our show uh, that we did aboard a boat inside a murder lake. Yeah, we have a, a look. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, please, could you expound on that? Mm. Uh, uh, the show that we did in a boat in a murder lake. Okay, yeah. So I have outside a few of questions, outside, <laughs> of our, outside of our office here is MacArthur Park Lake, a legendary murder lake. Why is it a murder lake? Mm, um, bodies because bodies are often found there. Oh. Yeah, and guns. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Um, it's like a dark web, but a body of water. Yeah. Uh, it's dark web IRL. Don't worry. I think they shut that down. It's fine. No, it's still there. <laughs> you also used to be able to rent paddle boats. Oh. So uh, Jordan and I went on Craigslist, bought a boat. Um, <laughs> this was thanks to the success of last year's Max Fund Drive. Mm-hmm. We went on Craigslist, bought a boat uh, for $300. And by we bought a boat, I mean we sent Brian to Orange County to buy a boat with Christian. <laughs> Brian bought a boat. I watched We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I just stayed at home and went, bada, 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 bada. That's fun. Yeah. Um, and then Jordan and I took it out on the lake and made a show out there on the lake, just right in the middle of the lake. Yep. Donors only. Yep. So if, uh, if you, if you would like to donate this year, you can hear that. You can hear, see the fucking talent show. There's that. And, and just all the podcast, I mean, the podcast we recorded this, uh, this year for the Max Fun Drive. So, uh, tons of cool stuff. Ultimately though, there's one real reason above mm-hmm. all else, besides all the crap that you get, besides... <clears throat> All that baloney, uh, and it's all lovely stuff, Mm -hmm. but outside of all of that, the real reason is uh, because you enjoy and care about the show where you wouldn't be listening to it, and you can be be a part of how it gets made. Mm -hmm. Um, And every time you listen to it, you will think, you know what? I am one of the people that makes this possible Um, because I want to be absolutely clear. It takes a lot of money to keep me in here for 90 minutes every week. (laughs) Like, otherwise, I would just be... Pow! Out of here! Bam. You know, I'd be off. Bam. I'd be off t- talking about basketballs with the Doughboys. Sure, okay? uh, but it's because of your <laughs> generosity and just some friends of ours that have a podcast. Yeah. Okay, it's real funny. It is a funny. It is a funny podcast. Um, that sounds good. Yeah, they rank food based on a system of basketballs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and gremlins. It's yeah. the best. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yes, and again, this is it's it, it, you know this this podcast. Uh, it, we are not doing it for anyone other than uh, you, the fan. The only reason this has gone on so so long is because people support it. Like I think you know uh, it's not something we've gotten TV deals off of. Nope. It uh, does not help our careers to do this. If uh, anything, hinders our careers. Hinders my careers. Uh, I assume it hinders my dating life every time uh, I. Every time someone leaves, I assume it's because they heard the podcast. Yep. Do you bring it up on dates and then the woman's like, oh, I, I forgot I have a thing. Yeah, yeah. Just when they, just... When they hear podcasts, they... Uh, oh, I'm not drinking, actually. They just get spontaneous diarrhea and run to their cars. There's, Jordan actually was on a, like a setup date, like a blind date, mm-hmm. a couple oh, of weeks ago. Exciting. And uh, he actually overheard a girl excused herself to take a phone call. And he overheard herself... He overheard her saying into her phone, he looks a little podcasty. No. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of prejudice out there against mm-hmm. podcasters. Uh, so, yeah, I think the point is that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people think that, you know, we do podcasts for, you know, to parlay it into a TV show or to tour nope. or something nope. like that. Uh, We've think... never made money touring. <laughs> no, yeah. So I think so, there are stand-up comedians out there who have podcasts who use it to, like, supplement their touring. Uh, that is absolutely not this show. We just do it because there's people who like it. That's yeah. the only reason. Uh, yeah. So in the the if you would like this show to continue, uh, then support it. Let us know that. Let us know that you're a fan. Yeah, it's easy. Go to maximumfund.org/slash/donate and make those tweets with why you donated. Maximumfund.org/slash/donate. Uh, hashtag MaxFundDrive and of course hashtag Bugat. Mm-hmm. What happened after you overheard the girl? Did she come back and sit down? And you were like, <laughs> "Oh, this is a false scenario." Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was an apocryphal tale. But I, do, I talked about this last week. Every time, like every time I'm in, like you know, like a like I thought I had like three good dates. I'm like, "Oh, those were like three good dates." Oh, this no. is, and then they, you know, and then the ghosting happens. 
my first thought is always, ah, fuck, they listen to the podcast. And, like, this is too dumb. I, <laughs> it's really I should dumb. not let this man touch me. I feel like that. so dumb. TV people in the United Kingdom, I, like, meet them, really get on with them, and then I feel like they find out that I, like, am, like, left-wing, and then they're like, oh, no, I'm all right. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Wait, so, uh, okay. Maximumfund.org slash donate. Yeah. I want to ask you about that. Yeah, when oh. we come back in just yes. a second. Let's do that. When we come back in just a second. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jesse Lung, full of fun. <laughs> she is. It's true. Does what it says on the tin, as they say. Not a lie. Hey, Jordan, can I share with you uh, something that my son said to me the other day? Please. Um, I have a four-year-old son named Simon, and uh, he's on. He's, he wants to do projects right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also like Project Greenlight. On HBO? <laughs> there was, yeah, there was quite a, the, but he's not racist enough. Oh, well, um, just get him, in, get him into a class. The, uh, the main thing he wanted to do before was uh, use tape, mm-hmm. uh, like sticky tape. Sure. Um, he thought that you could do anything with tape. Mm-hmm. Like he'd be like, oh, I want to build a this. Can I have some tape? <laughs> he would, and That's then he so would. sweet. Yeah. He you, like, I want to build a, you know, detached garage. Yeah. Can I have some tape? Um, he now, I think he's moved on to tools because of what he said to me, which mm-hmm. was, is I wrote it down on my phone trying to act like I was listening to what he was saying, mm-hmm. uh, because it was, I it was so clearly amazing half a sentence in. He said, can you help me dad? Because this job needs your tools. Mm. Now that's when I knew I better reach in my pocket and grab my phone because I should note what he's saying. He said, I need your help. So he had a pair of sh- loafers in his mm-hmm. hand. <laughs> Uh, he said, I need your help to make these shoes into rocket boots mm-hmm. uh, so that the bottom of the shoes light on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, I can shoot into the sky to find a bird, mm-hmm. and I'll eat it and <laughs> catch it with a net. Man, he has thought this out. And then I explained to him, I told him that it would be dangerous, and it was a, it was a, fantastic, it was a fantastical idea. It was like a fantasy. It was something that we could imagine, but not something that we could actually do. And his reply was... I'll guess I'll, I guess I'll have to find another way to catch birds to eat. <laughs> I mean, there are other ways. Yeah, that's but, true. Also, that's amazing that he's looking at little birds, thinking like one day I'm going to catch it and eat it. Once I get these rocket boots built, I bet if you're a if you're a child and you you have like a vague idea that like a chicken nugget comes from a bird, yeah, you just see you know pigeons and. And you they know, just, other common birds, and you're like, "Oh, I bet I could nugget that." Like you, <laughs> look, like you look, like you look at a fully dressed turkey dinner mm-hmm. with the little white things on the legs, right? Mm-hmm. Little white paper things on the legs, and you're drooling. But in your imagination, you're just imagining a pile of nuggets. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like some next Ooh, level. Boy, I gotta get some nuggets. Anything you're yank anything a nugget off that you look at if you're hungry enough first turns into one of those turkeys, <laughs> like in a cartoon. But then it turns into a pile of nuggets. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I really like. I've got to nugget that. Yeah, I gotta nugget that. Like if you were a celebrity chef. Yeah, that would be a brilliant like 
I got a nugget that. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a good catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Should I become a celebrity chef? Yes, 100%. You got a nugget that. <laughs> oh, nugget. Man. Yeah, that'll be my bam. Can you just... Does Guy Fieri have a catchphrase? Nugget, what does he say? Nugget, nugget. Mm. That's like a man versus food where they all trump man versus food. Oh, yeah, sure. And you'd be there in the kitchen mm-hmm. and there'd be loads of people chatting and you'd have like a steak mm-hmm. and they'd be like, nugget it, nugget it. And you'd be like, bash it with a hammer and cut it with scissors. Yeah. So my, my shtick will be, you know, taking any kind of food, not just chicken, but also like other meats, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. other proteins, like tofu. Not just protein. You have to think outside the Sure, vegetables, fruits. Cereal. And nuggeting them. Okay. I have a friend Mm -hmm. uh, named Paul Lucas Mm -hmm. who runs a sports uniform blog called Mm -hmm. UniWatch. It's a very popular blog. You'll be surprised to learn. Yeah. Baseball fans are interested in the minutia of something. I know. Sure. And... uh, it has a sub blog, mm-hmm. like a spin-off blog. Yeah. Blown away by all this. Which is the spin-off blog is called Grom It. Mm-hmm. I think G-R-O-M-I-T. Mm-hmm. I like Wallace and Gromit. Mm, with a hyphen in between. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, where he takes food and puts grommets in it. What is a grommet? Uh, grommet is like uh, the little thing that makes a hole, like the little metal thing that makes a hole. Okay. Like on a shoelace hole? So he'll put it on a on a sandwich or... Hang on, what? Yeah, so he'll take like a steak, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like a beef steak, and he'll put some big industrial grommets in it. Okay, for what purpose? It's a pretty cool idea, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's fun. Soothing to some mental demon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I cannot, I cannot rest until I put metal holes in this meat. Yeah, it's like, it's like grommet... It's like whole-based ASMR. Okay. And can people write in and say, please, will you grommet? A potato. Uh, sure. Yes. Okay. Melons. Yukon gold. Melons of, yeah. Uh, I don't want to, him to grommet anything round. It would need to be things that were flat. What about a pancake? Yes, absolutely perfect. That's both round and flat. Mm. Oh, okay. No, I'd like to rephrase. You're burnt. I'd like to rephrase. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> you're burnt. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Oh, I guess your your rigorous educational system didn't prepare you. Do you know, it's really bleak because the government in my country just announced plans to turn every single one of our schools into a privatized like, academy, like a charter school. Oh, thank so God. So we're screwed. Hmm? We're screwed. I, say, I say we should sell children. Yeah, sure. It's weird they don't make a profit. Like, they should be making profit the whole time, right? Like, they you know, are, like, they, and they are more clean burning than coal. That's really so, true. Yeah, I mean, I also heard on the on the news today that England has has poisonous air. Now uh, they're actually oh, they kept that from us. <laughs> <laughs> they're taking music programs out sure. of a lot of schools. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a problem. I say just uh, you know, there's a musical fruit. <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> comes with breakfast over there. Yeah. I feel like I don't mean to goof on. I feel like I'm dicking on England. I don't. I like it. I think England's great. Yeah, England's it's really terrific. cool. It's, it's amazing. It, well, it's, you know, it's like anywhere. It's, got, no, it's big and complicated and sure. there's loads going on and there's loads of wonderful things and loads of difficult things and the weather is not good enough. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of problems for socialist comedians. Is that what you're telling <laughs> us? <laughs> well, it's just, um, well, not, not so much, but it, it is a funny one. Like, um, I definitely have found sort of, it's very weird to sort of be out as caring about politics and to be out as political has been... 
quite difficult because I suppose it's sort of not really in line with like the government. I'm a journalist, so I don't have any political opinions. Sure. Did you know that? <laughs> True story. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, I was interested to hear that you say that, that you feel like you feel, you know, you feel worried about bringing up, you know, lefty political things yeah. in showbiz meetings because, I mean, I guess I only know showbiz out here to be just, I mean, so, you know, almost completely lefty that it seems like you, I would, I mean, I guess I would be afraid to say that, you know, I, don't know, I like Marco Rubio or something. You had that meeting the other day with Zack Snyder about his Fountainhead remake. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I'm going to do some punch up on that. Yeah, the <laughs> jokes were really not there in Ayn Rand's original script. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to add rhythm. some, I'm just going to add some jokes about uh, Tinder and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'd love it. I've just <laughs> done a day punching up Ayn Rand's uh, <laughs> yeah. script. <laughs> There's something there. There's something there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good. It has a good. It has a really nice log line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I think it could use a few solid set pieces. I got one where a guy gets his dick stuck in a kitchen tool. <laughs> you're not going to believe. <laughs> sure. Third anyway. act problems. Third act problems. Anyway, he realizes it's poor people's fault. Because <laughs> um, they're lazy. Into fountain head. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, so you, but you feel like you can't be. As as politically honest as you want to when you're doing stuff like that. Hmm. I, do you know? I'm I'm not sure. I just oh god, I don't even know what I'm trying to say about it. I just think there's something going on whereby if you are a bit like, yes, I do have political views, and yes, I, you know, and, and it's weird because all I want to do is like confiscate all their property, imprison them in a gulag, and have them executed. Like, it's not, like, right. extreme. Right, it's not that big of a <laughs> right. moderate. Yeah, it's I mean, like that basic seems... Stalin stuff. Pretty reasonable. Oh, mate, yeah. no. But it's, it's, it's a funny time, I think, at the moment in the UK. Yeah. Guys, so, I am going to have to call a timeout because my dog is presenting her belly for rubs. Oh. Oh, boy. And also because, like, I, I guess I don't fully know what I'm saying about it, but I think it's a... Yeah, it feels like something that I've vaguely noticed a little bit. People get freaked out because mm. they're worried you're going to alienate someone. Yeah, and I think also they're worried because the climate, especially like on our BBC, is so kind of controlled by the government and they're frightened of the government and there's loads of stuff going on that it does feel a little bit... I don't know. It's, it's fucked. Fuck them. It's sort of like the, like there's some things that turn on show business people, some people, some things that turn mm-hmm. off show business people, like activism is something that they, they're like, get it away from me. Yeah. Public radio, in my experience, is the kind of thing they're, they're saying, can you get, bring me every public radio person you can find, every podcaster you can mm-hmm. find. Let's get some meetings and let's green light some pitches. You got That's it. been my experience. So <laughs> I can't relate to your problem of alienating people just because my show business career has been so successful. Um, because of my public radio hosting and my podcasting. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a door opening machine. Yeah. It's a machine that opens every door. Yeah. That's a really good point. Just the just the other day, I was talking to Steve Spielberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said to me, I would like to make a Jurassic Park mm-hmm. um, uh, a, a sequel to Jurassic World, which, of course, was one of the most successful films ever. Mm-hmm. And it's about... Two uh, bookish podcasters, Mm -hmm. one of whom has a public radio show, Mm -hmm. uh, one of whom loves video games, Mm -hmm. um, and basically the whole thing is just capturing the zeitgeist of Generation Next. Mm, Sure. Ooh, nice. Because Pepsi's on board, right? 
Oh, Pepsi is a major sponsor. Is oh, Pepsi great. still going? By the way, Pe- <laughs> I think you can still buy a Pepsi. I don't still don't think they say Generation Next. Pepsi's a silent sponsor of Jordan Jesse Go. By the way, <laughs> sure. They ask us not to talk about that, but they, but they pay for during our show. the pledge drive. We can talk about Pepsi. Yeah, exactly. Talk about all the great stuff they've done. Mm-hmm. For us. But nobody's like team pepsi really in real life are they not that i i think that there are like diet soda people are there are like diet pepsi people oh like pepsi max sure oh yeah i guess pepsi does have more diet options than coke does i think mm. anyway uh, i'm an rc guy <laughs> rc cola or nothing, nothing. Uh, speaking of the project of Steven Spielberg, yeah, uh, I had a funny, funny moment on at midnight today. So we, we were doing a goof on the new Indiana Jones movie that they have announced. Yeah, with his starring uh, the elderly and confused Harrison Ford. <laughs> right, starring the the yeah the doddering cranky Harrison Ford. Um, although he was in such a good mood for the Star Wars press tour. Yeah, I think it's because he knew he was. Ugh, spoiler alert. Dying, yeah. So he seemed to be having like. Oh, lots... I thought you were just gonna say, "Oh, spoiler alert!" Making sixty million. <laughs> I know, yeah. Or whatever geez. it was. Hang on, you mean in the film, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good. I haven't seen the film, and it did spoil it for me. No, I'm but sorry. Well, you've seen that gl- fucking movie that's been out for like a year. He's <laughs> glad to be dying. Yeah, also, yeah. I'm he from has England. hepatitis C. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm from. England. That's how he dies in the movie. Hepatitis C. He's yeah. just. Uh, it's, it's mostly a, a hospital descent. drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in England, it's only been out about two months. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So All right. But well, you know what? My bad. But also, I kind of am deliberately not seeing it in this stupid, perverse, contrary way where I'm like, oh, everyone's losing their mind about that. Well, I'm busy doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll be delighted I'm to hear. I'm living life watching Netflix documentaries. <laughs> I really am. Sure, sure. You'll be delighted to hear. It is a solid B. <laughs> wow, you think it? Watch it and you'll enjoy it somewhat. Okay. <laughs> what have you seen that's been? What do you What do you want to complain about? Go ahead. No, I don't. Go want to ahead. Complain Soapbox to complain about that thing about. people like. I enjoyed it. It's sure. fine. Okay. I don't think people like. I don't think most people that I've heard that liked it weren't like. They They liked that it didn't suck. Sure. It Is totally it? didn't suck. It's mm-hmm. a fun movie. Yeah. I Is don't it? think anyone said it was like a. a great movie. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think the Star Warsiest of Star Wars men did. But the but the normal people are like, yeah, that was fun. Sure. That's the best quality yeah. of it, right? <laughs> you said it in that I have a secret complaint way. Oh, no, I have no complaints about it. I, okay. I enjoyed it. It was okay. fun. See, when I was growing up, I was at quite a intense school, and a B was like unacceptable. Oh, mm. wow. So you you would have had to have said a solid A- minus for me to feel the same feeling as... I just want to lower the stakes for Josie. Like, I don't want Josie mm-hmm. to feel like she either has to fight against people thinking it's so amazing... Sure. Or uh, or go and and it turns out to be awful. It's yeah. neither awful nor amazing. <laughs> it's a it's an enjoyable time at the movies. Uh, we, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we were doing a goof on the Indiana Jones movie. I had a piece of copy said there's new Indiana Jones coming movie coming out, and this time Indy will be played by a woman. Just kidding. I just wanted to hear the sound of a thousand guys in fedoras rage shitting their cargo shorts. Uh-huh. That was the lie, <laughs> right? Uh, and we had to redo it and take that out because when uh, Hardwick said Indiana Jones will be played by a woman, the thunderous applause that rocked the theater was so intense that when he said, just kidding, everyone seemed so bummed. Uh-huh. That's so nice. Yeah, it seems like make that girl Indiana Jones movie, huh? Oh, do you know, I, 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 I'm so thrilled that that's how that went. I thought you were going to say that when he said he was going to be played by a woman, the ah! like, yeah! 
yeah, I know, right? Oh my god, the present is nice. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, I think you forget. I think you can you can hang around on the internet so long and like, you know, the gunk from the internet can seep in. Mm. You know my boss Joe Randazzo said this the other day about the internet when we were all feeling shitty about it. Like fuck this place, you know? Fuck all this. Yeah. He's like this is not the real world. This is not the world. Like it's just this weird little pocket and shitheads are loud, but you know, that's it's not a an indicator of how things are. It's an unusual prism that yeah. no one fully appreciates or understands yet. Yeah, yeah. I, however, had an experience. Um I was coming up from Kent, mm-hmm. which is where I'm from in England, and it's quite uh it's got a lot of problems with the far right. Mm-hmm. Not uh, that, that sounds like that's all there is. It's a very diverse place. There's loads going on. Sounds like a solid B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my terms. Yeah. And um I was I got off the train back up in London. I was like, oh, thank God. Um, no, I got off the train in London, and finally, I, finally, I'm out of train over country. <laughs> I was in. A, I was. I had to pay an additional fare because uh, I was got the high speed train instead of the normal speed train. Oh so, well, <laughs> but it's relevant to the excuse anecdote. Excuse me. So I was queuing up, and this guy pushed in front of me, and he was possibly forty, forty-five, really smartly dressed. And he started pushing in front of me, and I said, "Oh, sorry, I'm I'm just paying." And he was like, "All right, okay. Well, it's just that guy over there, that train guard over there, had a big guy at me. The liberal elite, and he started <laughs> raging against the liberal elite, which was the train, the train guy. I was like, he's not drawing cartoons for the New Yorker. <laughs> the liberal elite, the, like, and I, and it, and then he started sure. to be uh, homophobic. And mm. what I did was I sort of how moved. did he slip that in there? Well, he he just maybe said, he was just ordering one of those hot dog sandwiches. <laughs> trains trains are pretty. Yeah, that's true. But then he started to be anti-Semitic, and it was such a bizarre thing because... Wait, and then he slipped in anti-Semitism? Yes. Wow. Like, it was so odd. It was like the internet come to life. Yeah. And I was so shocked by it. It it just seemed so... of the internet and not of real life. Right, right. Although, to be fair... I a lot of times find that train conductors are ruining my childhood. It's true. By recasting my most <laughs> beloved intellectual property. <laughs> oh, yeah, with all these female trains. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Have you heard about the Thomas the Tank Engine reboot? Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Idris he's trans. Elba. Idris yeah. Elba, yeah. please. <laughs> I would watch Idris Elba in anything. I think he's wonderful. Even as a talking train. Yeah, I would love that. The we- there is a weird Thomas the Tank Engine nostalgia going on now that I don't understand. Did you really? watch that as American Kids? I did not know. Uh, I think we had it, but uh, yeah, I had a. Cool for it. Uh, I had a uh, my my childhood best friend uh, had a British parent, uh, so he watched a lot of Danger Mouse mm-hmm. and uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. But by the time my uh, middle brother, who's like seven years younger than me. Uh, was a was a you know three or four or five year old uh, Thomas the Tank Engine was a full blown American phenomenon. Mm. So I think if you are a younger millennial, it is as natural as uh, vaping sure. some grape grape vape vape. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it seems like a weird thing that is going on that like is putting like Tupac's face on Thomas the Tank Engine for some reason. That sounds fun. It is pretty fun. It's baffling. I like but that. I think that's what it's meant to be. 
Uh, I'll say this about Thomas the Tank Engine. Mm-hmm. It is awful. <laughs> it is so bad. We Especially there's these new Thomas the Tank Engines with uh, computer animations. Oh, no. So no, it's like you. does not even have the charm. And the computer animation is terrible. Like <laughs> the kind of computer animation that was in computer animated kids shows five, ten years ago, 15 years ago that was like really bad is mostly gone. Mm-hmm. Like most animated kids shows, the animation is perfectly fine mm-hmm. these days. Uh, but Thomas the Tank Engine literally looks like it was made on a computer with a, a $100 budget in 2001. Hmm. And it is, God, is it stupid. It is so stupid. <laughs> but then that's funny, you as a man in his mid-30s being like, this program for toddlers is too basic. <laughs> but I mean, there are good pro- It's. I'll tell you what, Aquanauts is a lot better. Hmm. Hang on, is Aquanauts I mean, the same Octonauts. as Octo- oh, Octonauts? I mean, Octonauts, sorry. I thought you had a different title. Uh, on the scale of children's programming, yeah, it is bad. Yeah, Ringo Starr, though. Come on. Yeah, isn't that the deal? Isn't it like Doctor <laughs> Who's? There's a new like conductor every season or something. Wasn't know. Alec Baldwin the conductor for think, a while? I don't think there's any Ringo, Alec Baldwin, George Carlin figure anymore. Hmm. Did you guys have George Carlin? What on Thomas the Tank Engine? Didn't George Carlin host Thomas the Tank Engine for a while? <clears throat> yeah, Brian's nodding enthusiastically. Oh my. God, we never had George Carlin. We just had Ringo Starr. You had Chopper from the movie Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cans. We had Danger Mouse for a while. That was a beloved program for you growing up? Yeah. It was on Nickelodeon. It. Did you ever have Banana Man? We had Banana Man. It was mm-hmm. great. Excuse me. Banana Man. Thank you. Bananas, did you have bananas in pajamas? Yeah, we had bananas in pajamas. And that was very popular bananas with my brothers. Bananas in pajamas. <laughs> there you, oh, now I understand what you're saying. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. I rang a Delta thing to try and organize a flight, and I, I, it didn't understand my accent, and I had to try and do an American accent, but I was so embarrassed. I was like, <laughs> Operator. Los Angeles. Operator. <laughs> Confirmation number. I don't have it. I have the same problem whenever I'm trying to get someone over to my house to sweep out my chimney. <laughs> yeah, when you call the customer service line. Hello? For, yeah. How, what do you s- What's all this then? What's all this then? <laughs> do you guys not say that? Oh, I, yeah, I say it every time I, I think there's shenanigans afoot. Sure. Yeah, like when I'm in the Shakey's parking lot. Mm-hmm. Just yell, what's all this then? What's yeah. all this about? Mm, good call. Yeah. Guys, I have some uh, rocket shoes to build, so uh, can we wrap up this segment? Real we quick? can, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jesse Long, yesterday I learned that skunk weed is what skunks smell like. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropping some knowledge bombs yeah, on us here. Totally. Should we talk about what you get if you support the Max Fun Drive? Let's hear it. Like specifically, mm-hmm. like not just this kind of vague talk around type bullshit that we were delivering in the last place. Hard segment. facts. Okay. Are you ready for hard facts? Can yes. You handle hard facts. I can handle hard facts. I can handle the truth. I'm, I'm ready for this jelly. I'm about to Jorge Ramos this shit. Your feet are going to get held to the fire. Do it. Okay. Five dollars a month. Mm-hmm. You get access. To all of the amazing bonus content that all of the shows here at MaximumFun.org have generated. Lots of stuff. Tons of stuff. We've alluded to the volume of stuff that you get. Didn't we make like three bonus episodes just last year? There's a ton. So yeah, if you you, you feel like you wish there was more than one podcast a week... 
Yeah. Uh, do it. There's a huge bank. We've been doing it every year. So uh, get in there. There are some amazing Max Fun bandanas at the $10 a month level. Uh, these are like uh, classic bandana designs, but each one is tweaked with secret insider references to all of our 22 programs. Mm-hmm. That is so nice. Yeah. Megan Lincott designed all these, and they are gorge. That's a uh, abbreviation of gorgeous. Jordan. Yeah. You can pick your favorite show. We mm-hmm. suggest Jordan Jesse Go. That's my suggestion. But if another show is your favorite show, I'm not going to be a dick about it. Can I pet your dog? Sure. That's one. One bad mother. There's others. My brother, my brother, and me. You can pick and listen. I would suggest picking ours. Stop There's podcasting other yourself. I'm not going to be a dick about it. I'm going to be a dick about it. You know what? Be a dick about it. Don't do it, you Big dumb stupid jerks. Well, come on, cool. cool. All right, cool and it, dude. You got a stupid cool face, it. and everyone right. talks about you. Cool but it. cool it. What if your favorite podcast is the Adam Carolla podcast? No bandana for that. Yeah, not Suck part it. of the network. Suck it. Not They're out of the, the network. network. You can't get a bandana for that. Okay, twenty dollars a month. That level is called the Max Fun Adventure Necessity Collection. Hmm. Jordan, you love to go on adventures. Do I? God knows Josie Long loves adventures. Thank you. I really do. <laughs> Here's what you get. You get special uh, packable toilet tissue. So you're never without toilet tissue. Nice. That's number one. Number two, you get Max Fun branded hot cocoa. Oh, that's adorable. I know. You get uh, Max Fun multi-tool, a.k.a. Swiss Army Knife. With a cool rocket ship logo on it. Oh, that's brilliant. It's got a toothpick. What are you going to do if you're out in the field and you got something stuck in your teeth and you got an important meeting coming up? You could die of that. You could absolutely die of that. You could die of not getting the big promotion. Exactly. Because, you know, they're like, this guy's great. He's qualified. but He's got all that shit in his teeth. Exactly. And then two days later, they find you dead in the tub. Let's say, you're, let's say, your, nails, <laughs> let's say your nails aren't filed. Sure. Let's say you've got jagged nails and you're about to go into a big meeting out in the field, like in Glacier National Park, for example. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Well, if you've got a multi-tool, you just file them down. I'm looking at a nail file right here. Do it. If you don't have a multi-tool, oh, you are out of luck, my mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Let's say you've got a hang tag Ooh. on your shirt. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Got to get and that off. You're about, to, you're about to have a private meeting with the President of the United States of America, Barack Please. Hussein yes. Obama. Mm-hmm. I thought, I was worried that you were going to say whoever the next one's going to be, and I was like, not as interested. <laughs> um, Where you have a meeting with President Nice himself. <laughs> <laughs> Barack Hussein Obama says to you, oh, that's weird. You got some hang tag. You got a hang tag on your clothes. Mm-hmm. Don't oh. you have a little scissor to clip that off? Mm. Never live it down. Yeah. How embarrassing. If you don't have the multi-tool, you are fucked. Yeah. You know what he will do? He has the power to do this. Have you killed. <laughs> He'll have you shot right there. Sure. And no one will ever find out. He has gunmen all around who can just be like, kapow, kapow. Sure. You dead. Covered up. Yeah. Got ghosted. Mm-hmm. Okay. You also What's get- ghosted? Disappeared. Well, in Jordan's, Jordan and I, Jordan's using a contemporary definition, mm-hmm. which involves disappearing from a relationship. Ah, the silent treatment. Exactly. The cold shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you also get a paracord bracelet, uh, which you can use for anything except strangling. So it is a long, super strong mm-hmm. cord that you wear as a handsome bracelet. And it really is nice. On the little toggle is printed the Max Fun rocket ship. Um, but you wear this cool bracelet. It's in the Max Fun color of blue. Uh, and uh, when shit goes down, you just go clip, clip, clip with your multi-tool. You take that cord all the way out. 
You use it to keep your food away from bears. Or you use it to rappel up and down the side of a mountain. Basically, I mean, limitless possibilities. This is literally paranoid. Limitless possibilities. So if you have a little army men and you're up on a roof yeah. and you need something to attach them to their parachute... Whoa. So you can toss the little army men off the roof. You got this paracord with you. That's at the $20 a month level. If you kick it up to $35 a month, you get all that stuff plus a gorgeous vacuum thermos. And it really is a gorgeous vacuum thermos. It also comes with a travel tumbler, Jordan. Oh, my gosh. I'm talking about hot drinks. So for, yeah. Cold drinks? Absolutely. Yeah. What about soups and stews? I hope so. Yeah. It, it, it's real, Jordan. I mean, when I'm on the road, I like a nice stew. Yeah, exactly. A nice chunky stew. <laughs> to sip while you're driving. Yeah, huh? Get that dumpling, just kind of filter it through your teeth. Sure, yeah. Uh, Jordan, mm-hmm. let me, mm-hmm. let me, let's talk about a, a few types of soup I might put in here. And you yeah. can tell me, just give me a yes or no. I mean, it's basically yes across the board, but go ahead. I'll, I'll listen. You start listing soups, and I'll tell you if one is inappropriate. Hot and sour soup. Mm-hmm. French onion soup. Mm-hmm. Bouillabaisse. Mm-hmm. It's all the soups I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, those three. And I think that pretty much covers if the If another world of soup, soup gets invented, I guess you could put it in there. I'm Jesse Thorne, author of the book World of Soups. <laughs> <laughs> author of the book. No, there can't be any other soups. <laughs> <laughs> the three soups. You can also support us at the $100 or $200 a month level. There are some pretty amazing thank you gifts associated with those. If you want to look at the bandanas, it's MaximumFun.org slash bandanas. You will not... You will not be able to resist supporting this program mm-hmm. and all the shows at MaximumFun.org uh, if, you, uh, if you go to MaximumFun.org slash bandanas. You'll just be like, holy shit, I got to get, get in on get this. Get them. Get them, get them, get them. Sure. Specifically. Mm-hmm. I, I want to speak very briefly mm-hmm. to why we do why Jordan Jesse Go is supported by donations. Sure. Uh, because there's a lot of podcasts out there. You've heard them. Mm-hmm. They got these long advertisements. Yep. These big, huge advertisements, a whole pile of them. Four ads, five ads, six ads per show. Guys, I'm not into that and I can't countenance it, but what's the alternative? (laughs) Glad you asked. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Thanks, Bernie Sanders. Mm. Oh, my God. If only. Ooh, swoon. I started... I'll tell you later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, We... We occasionally have ads on Jordan Jesse Go, but pretty infrequently. I think back, think back to a listening to Jordan Jesse Go. When was the last time you heard an ad? Yeah, not very frequently. <laughs> no, it's because it's a not a popular show. Yeah, uh, and because... but also you know we don't want to you know crush the listening experience under you know tons of ads that you've heard before on you know every other fucking show out there. Yeah, when people when people uh, when people want us to do extended uh, direct sales ads that are about us endorsing products that we're, that we don't really love and so on and so forth. Um, other shows say yes. Outside of Maximum Fun, we have the we have the power to say no, and the reason that we have the power to say no is because ultimately the customer for our podcast. Uh, is you. Uh, we are selling, we are making a product for you, not a product for advertisers, not a product for people who are who are trying to trick you into buying something. Um, we're trying to entertain you. That sort of thing makes me so angry that all that cheers me up is a beautiful, refreshing Diet Pepsi. Mm. Oh, well, wait. Like, let's, mm. just, mm. let's just... Sorry, mm. I was so pleased with myself for thinking mm. of that. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> Josie, it's, it sounds like, like you're 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 going to need something to keep that Diet Pepsi cold. <laughs> Can I offer you a vacuum thermos mug? Sure, but how do I get one? Well, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. No, but seriously, all of Maximum Fun is run by your donations. Each of these shows, everybody gets paid because you support it. It's not, 
there's no magic there's no magic fountain of money. We've been doing this a long time and and we're very proud of the show and we're very proud of all of the amazing listeners who care about the work that we mm-hmm. do. You know, as Jordan said, that's why we do it. Um and uh the the thing that is uh, that makes us able to do it, the thing that makes us able to have an office and a studio and equipment and a producer and bring in guests um, is that you go to maximumfund.org slash donate and, and support us and support what we do. Yeah, definitely. And the reason we, you know, we get our butts into this studio every week, no matter like how, you know, shitty or long or crazy our week has been is because of you guys. And we don't want to like let you down by not doing shows because we know you love it and you pay for it. So, you know, you are, you are our bosses and we want to make a good show for you. So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, thank you for making it possible. And it's, it's awesome that you guys donate. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I cannot say this enough that it is the reason that we do it. Yeah. One of my favorite things, uh, one of my favorite things about the Max Fund Drive is that, um, you know, people take the time during the Max Fund Drive to often when they donate to send me a note on Twitter or on email or on Facebook and say, hey, you know, your show is – your weird, dumb show has touched my life in this way. And that's why I actually care about it so much that I'm, that I'm willing to pay to support it. Um, and that really, means, that really means a lot to me. Like it really means a lot to, to make something where the goal is that it matters enough to someone that they choose to support it. Mm. That, that's that's very touching to me, and I'm very proud to do business in that way. That's so nice, like genuinely. That's why you thank you very much. Should make stuff in, I think. Anyway, go see Deadpool years <laughs> now. Oh God, he's the Merce with a mouth. Merc? <laughs> I don't know. What's a Merc? Short for mercenary, is it? I think so. Yeah. Ah, uh, cool, cool, cool. I mean, I should hope they all have mouths. Yeah. Cool. Otherwise, where are they getting their food? Are they carrying their around food an IV there. bag? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's going to get in the way if you have to storm through a skylight. It's a really good point. Sure. Josie Long, military analyst. Jesse Thorne and Jordan Morris asking you to go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Jesse Long. I'm five foot five. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. It's a nice height. Thank you. I wish I was 5'7", but, mm. you know. I would have guessed you were 5'7". Shut up. You really have a lot of presents, Josie. Thank you so much. You know what? Honestly, if I close my eyes right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think, how tall is Josie Long? Mm-hmm. The first number that comes into my head is 6'6". Six six, oh, yes. Which is huge. I mean, I'm imagining like a grotesquely huge. <laughs> oh, uh, this is turned a corner. Like um, not like an athletic six foot six oh, or like a leggy six foot six, no, no. like a giantess. Very awkward. <laughs> yeah, like, like bent, almost bent over to get down to six foot six. Sure, I think sure, sure, I think sure, of sure. you as a cloud. Oh, nice. Oh, is this going to go sinister too? No, not at all. A nice cloud. A cloud. Yeah. Okay. Like a mist that I think of you as a silver lining. <laughs> I never think of either of you. <laughs> you know, totally fair. Totally fair. <laughs> um, okay, look, uh, if you 
want to join us in Los Angeles for uh, Max Fun meetups, or if you are anywhere in the world, basically, uh, we're having meetups Tuesday night. This show comes out on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, Tuesday night at 7. Uh, go to MaximumFun.org slash meetups uh, to find out where you can go to meet up with fellow Max Funsters. There are now something like 40 or 50 meetups around the country and around the world. Oh, that's amazing. I know. I know. It's great. You just need a tiny nudge and this could be a paramilitary organization. You know that. <laughs> uh, maybe we need some rigorous training first. <laughs> a, 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 uh, a, a regiment of sit-ups. <laughs> I but maybe. Best case scenario, it's an anonymous style... You know, Pranks. activist hacking organization. Yeah, oh, nice. right, right. Yeah, probably not a lot of like brute brute force. Sure, but yeah, maybe some smarts that could take down a government or shame some politicians. We have that Viking in Copenhagen. That's true. And you've got a knitted Viking hat that you could put on a cat. That's true. Yeah, maybe the cat would become more fearsome if she was just wearing the hat more. Hang on, I'm so sorry. I- I just sort of let the Viking in Copenhagen thing go. Yeah, we saying, have a listener who's a Viking in Copenhagen. That is brilliant. He comes from Viking stock. I don't think he does. No. You know, I don't think he, he is has a, a Viking sword and he does Viking stuff. Oh, hmm. he still Vikes. But he has like a day job. Yeah. Okay. And he does like competitive Viking. It's not okay. like it's not like he go, travels from town to town raping and pillaging. Sure. I'm talking about he does like Viking fights. Mm-hmm. Sure. Those are things. Sport sport Viking fighting. <laughs> That's real? Yeah, it's real. Look, I saw this man. I believe anything Viking-related he tells me. I met him. He's a okay. real Viking. Josie, don't give me that fucking look! <laughs> I thought we were friends. Did you buy him a broadsword? No, he had his own a sword. sword. He showed me a picture of his sword. He showed me a picture of him doing Viking karate. Okay. All right. I don't know if it's actually called Viking Karate. That's what I called it in my head. That's right. I mean, it's it's evocative. I know what you're talking about. Anyway, maximumfund.org slash meetups. And don't miss our live stream on Friday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, with all of your favorite Max Fund friends, hosted by me and Jordan. It's going to be a blast. Look, if you're not watching live, you don't know what you might miss. Sure. Some people... We're upset because they weren't watching live last year and they missed seeing Jordan's ball. I pulled out a ball. Jordan pulled out a ball. Maybe last I'll year. do it again this year. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? Why did you pull out one of your balls? Because we needed something to get us over a hump. Yeah, a donation. We needed hump. to get over a hump. So you, so you, that's. I I just reached into my bag of resources <laughs> and I rooted around in there and I'm like, what do I have that the people want? He thought, what can I bring to bear upon this situation? But yeah. you didn't bring up. You didn't need to bring up both balls. Just the one, and yeah. one was enough to get you guys there. I mean, have it, you seen Jordan's balls? Yeah. No, because I didn't watch right. live. Exactly. Sure. There you go. So, so I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying that it will happen again this year, but yeah. uh, only one way to find out. Maximumfun.org on uh, Friday night. And look, if you're out there and you love Jordan Jesse, go. There's one way to show it. Go to maximumfun.org/slash/donate. You can make the room in your. You can make the room in your family's budget. For five bucks a month, yeah, five bucks a month. That's uh, that's that's what. That's like so that's, that's one coffee. refrigerator. It's coffee money. One refrigerator. It's less than Netflix. How much does a refrigerator cost? I guess I don't know how much a refrigerator costs. I thought five thousand. bucks. Several thousand. Several thousand. Yeah. Lira, mm-hmm. which is about five bucks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Five great. bucks American. Sell your refrigerator and buy Jordan Jesse Go. That's yeah. my investment advice to you. <laughs> sell, sell refrigerator. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Our producer is Brian Fernandez. He gets paid by you. All the people who go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. They don't get paid at all except in our approbation. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It's from an album called The Best of the Free Design. Uh, it's wonderful, lovely music. Um, that's it. Boom. Done. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. MaximumFun.org slash donate. Just pull out your phone right now. Pull out your computer internet. Swoosh over there. Type it in. Swoosh over. If not if you're driving. Do it later. Do get it when out you get your to the graphic, office. Get, it, get out yeah. your graphing calculator you can reach right it now. on a TI-83. <laughs> put it on your calendar if Play you're on your snake. way to the office. Yeah. Call your call your assistant. Have her do it. Sure. Take a letter, Maria. Mm-hmm. Address it to my wife. Or Milton. Assistants can be men. Mm, not in that one song that goes, take a letter, Maria. <laughs> what song is Address that? I think that, to song my is, wife. I think that song is sexist. Do, 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 do. That song da, sounds da, like da, the da, Pina Colada song. Oh, yeah. If you like Pina Coladas and Walks in the Rain, go to yeah. MaximumFun.org <laughs> yeah. donate. We'll be back in just a second. We'll, nope, we'll be back next week. <laughs> there you go. We'll be back Friday night. And maybe if you've banked these and are rolling in the next one, we'll be back in a second. Yeah. But you should listen to the day they come out. Don't bank these. Yeah. Unless you're spank banking them. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, how could you not? <laughs> if so if anyone's doing that, I would like to say, please do not include me in that. <laughs> yeah. Just turn down Josie's audio channel, go into <laughs> Garage Band or whatever, remove Josie, and then just masturbate to the other person. I think do there's a consent. button for that on I'm, Overcast. I'm comfortable with it. A few of the apps have a button. Mm-hmm. It's called Smart Sound. It tunes out Josie if you're sure. trying to spank it. <laughs> and that's available, you know, across the board. Yeah. Yeah. MaximumFun.org slash donate. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan <laughs> Jessica. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.